Hi, everyone. Thank you so much for coming back to join us for another Uptime Community. We're so glad that you could join us live today. Today's date is December 26th, 2023. I'm Greg Messina, and if you are new here, we are a community of believers. They're actively studying the Holy Bible and looking forward to that glorious appearing of our Lord and Savior, Jesus, the Christ, the way, the truth, the life. We do want to make this an interactive forum, so we do welcome your questions and your comments today. I do apologize. I am running into some uh, issues with Wi-Fi, and uh, so I may not be as clear as I should be. I don't know if you can hear me okay and see me okay. Yes. Yep. Okay, great. Thank you. And so I uh, appreciate you coming. But if you don't know who Jesus is, we do encourage you to get to know him today. Here's the bad news. I do have to give you that first. We're all sinners. We've all fallen short of the glory of God, and we deserve eternal separation from God and his blessings. The good news is our debt or our sins have been fully paid for by the finished work on the cross at Calvary, uh, the finished work of Jesus Christ. He shed his blood for our sins. He died, was buried. He was the only person who was risen in a fully glorified body on the third day. If you believe that this happened, placing your trust in that blood of Jesus, you are saved from eternal damnation. As Romans 10, 9 states, this is a trust and belief in the heart and uh we, you will begin to start wanting to live for him, not for the world. As scripture states, we become ambassadors for Christ. How amazing is that? We don't deserve it, but we fully, truly accept it. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done for us on that cross at Calvary. So uh, it is the last Tuesday in 2023, heading into 2024, actually full moon. So last full moon of 2023 as well today. Uh, I believe this is the cold moon, right? So um, anyway, we are uh, certainly looking forward to tonight's broadcast. We have a lot to discuss, as we usually do. Um, but uh, I do want to welcome the usual uptime panel. And we bring back Brother Bob Barber. Hey, everybody. And just down below, we have uh, we have Brother John L. Fortier. And Good evening, have, y'all. Of course, Brother Michael Pels. Love you guys. Thank you for coming on with us. Brother Michael, you have been through so much, brother, in the last few weeks, two, yeah. three weeks, I want to say, Ooh, uh, yeah, dealing with an illness um, and also a loss of your father. Um, yes. And I am amazed by the fact that you are even on here tonight. So that just goes to show the glory of God and, and what Amen. he can do to bring you through this. But Amen. you did tell me Amen. before we came on that you you needed the fellowship. And yes. yes, I did. We appreciate that, brother. We really do. We thank you so much for um, coming on to do this because we don't look at this as just a show. You know, this no, is fellowship. And we do welcome all of you each week to come on with us because it's very important that we uh, don't forsake uh, the fellowship. And as Apostle Paul tells us, obviously. And um, we're going to let you discuss what you want to discuss, obviously. And uh, whatever you want to bring to the table, uh, please do. But um, again, our condolences to you and the family. And um, thank you so much for, being a, a friend, a brother in Christ, and someone who I have to say that I really admire your faith walk 
I really do. I appreciate it. Really, brother. really do, brother. And the fact that you're here today shows so much uh, about that faith walk. And honestly, deep down in my heart, I, I am so happy to know you and the rest of the brothers here and sisters well, in Christ you, on the time as well. But uh, amazing, amazing testimony you are, brother, to brethren. All right. I really appreciate that, brother Greg. It's 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 been as you well stated. It's more than just a show to me, guys. It, ever since the Lord had me start Centurions of Faith, it's been more than just a ministry. It's a it's a brotherhood. It's a family. It's the body of Christ. I, I look at each and every single one of you guys as not just as just friends, but true family that I'm going to be spending an eternity with. You know, I lost my father on the 22nd at 8:12 p.m. but I know he went to go be with my heavenly father and if I did not believe with my whole heart where my pop was and the hope that I have in Jesus to see pop again I probably wouldn't be here right now God has absolutely put a supernatural peace over my family sure we've had tears from here and there but I would say mostly selfish cheers because Pop's with Jesus. And I know Pop rather be there than here where he dealt with diabetes and his blood pressure, you know, the, the trials and tribulations of this world. And to know that Pop finished and crossed the finish line, you know, he ran the race and, and the Lord took him home. And to be there to encourage Pop that final time when the Lord, he just miraculously got a hold of me and had me make it to the hospital just in time guys pop coded twice he died twice but god kept him there just long enough so i could go there and speak to pop and i have a whole hospital staff that was there and i hope that was a testimony to them to the power of god but to be there to see the fear over my dad but to be able to talk to him and remind pop in his final moments, because we all have flesh, guys. Our flesh gets afraid. But I was there to, re to remind Pop, Pop, it was never about you. It was never about me. But it was finished on the cross. It's all about Jesus. And we put our faith and our hope and our trust in your blood. And I, I told Pop the gospel one more time. And I said, Pop, you trust in this blood. And you trust it and ride it into eternity. And I know you're going to be with Jesus. And Immediately after I spoke, I just started praying, guys. And I just sung songs about the blood to my pop, and he was gone just that fast. And I know in God's just absolute mercy and his grace that when pop had his trust in his blood that atones for all of our sins, he took pop. And now pop's in a place that's far better. And if the most amazing thing the Lord reminded me of is, I'm actually going to see Pop, and he's going to beat me because the dead in Christ rise first. And there's nothing to be sorry for. We don't sorrow as the world sorrows. Sure, like I said, I have flesh, and my flesh is selfish. It wanted my father here to be with me when we went up. And now Pop beat me on the race, too. So it's competition. But I love Pop, and I just want to encourage you guys that through the most trials and tribulations that the most difficult times we could ever face. Pop, my loss, 
your pops and your moms and your brothers and sisters, whoever it may be, we can have hope. I know with all my heart that I'm going to see pop again. It's, it's not something that's a fairy tale. It is so real to me. And in this way, it actually, brother John Boucher sent an email and he said, I hope your faith is built. And I was like, brother John, how amazing is this? that you can have your faith built in such a moment like this, how how it could be seemingly so impossible. You think some tragedy would destroy, right? But no, the Lord reminded me, unless a grain of wheat falls, it remains alone. But if it dies, right, it bears forth much fruit. Us being the likeness in the body of Christ, that fruit that the Lord had worked, God's fruit that worked through my dad, has been dispersed into the form of hope to me and my mom, my brother. And we are just so much even more on fire for Jesus because now not only are we looking forward to seeing Jesus, but we have pot waiting for us at the finish line. But I just want to encourage you guys to know that I, I feel your prayers. They've been absolutely instrumental. I'm getting chicken skin just talking about it. The Holy Spirit has been so good, guys. He's he's just been such a a breath of peace over our family. I just can't even begin to describe. And um, it's been interesting and just a blessing to even to see the how my mom is reacting and the faith that the Lord has instilled in her, and how He's using this moment to even draw her closer to the Lord like never before. So I know it's it's hurts, but I'm grateful for the Lord and I'm grateful that we're almost out of here guys. So it ain't going to be that much longer before we see our loved ones again. And I'm just thankful to brother Bob. Thank you so much, Bob, for helping me, brother Greg, my family, John, and all you guys out there who are praying for me diligently. I know you are. I like, again, I can feel your prayers. I just want to say thank you guys so much. You have no idea how much you mean to me and how much you bless me in this really difficult time amen amen, amen brother mm-hmm. um so yeah bob let, let me just yeah in terms of what you said but um what you said michael yeah we are praying for you and of course you like you said you can sense the prayers coming your way and amen and um absolutely that is a supernatural thing we can pray for each other um, the, uh, you know, the way we, we can do that as a, as a body of Christ is an incredible thing that no one else can have. No one else can take away from us. Amen. And it's just a beautiful thing. And we're here for you, brother. Okay. So oh, uh, with that, I, I've, um, yeah, Bob, you, you have anything else you want to Well, it certainly is a reminder of our mortality, isn't it? Yes, it is. You know, you made a you made a great point. Is that you know, I have somebody I know personally yep. that has died and is now waiting for me on the other side. Amen. You know, Jesus said that Jesus said the God is not the God of the dead; He's the God of the living. And I've always we always talked about. And I made this point before: ninety two percent to ninety three percent of the human population lives on the other side. Okay, only about seven percent of us live over here, <laughs> who are the current living. There are a hundred billion people walked this earth since Adam. They think, and about ninety-two percent of them are over there in the land of the. That's the land of the living. 
we're kind of in the land of the dead. I mean, when Jesus, when God told, when Jesus told Adam, hey, you know, you eat of that tree, surely you'll die. And, you know, and you know, we're all not, not us, we're, we're alive now. But the majority of the earth is dead. Everybody's just dead man walking. Mm. All right. People don't look at it that way. You think we're living? No, yeah. they're living over there. They're alive. Amen. Yeah. They're in Absolutely. glory. Yep. They're away from the flood. Not Amen. us. We're in the land of the dead. <laughs> in a sense, but you mean what I mean. Oh, we're living yeah. in the physical our, our our vessels are alive still because Absolutely. our spirits are still animating it. Yeah. But that goes to show you though that when this vessel this vessel only lasts, the Bible says about 60, 70 years at most, maybe 80, reason of strength. Then this vessel dies, this clay vessel, right? And then our spirit returns to God. Okay. And that shows that we are immortal. All right. Yeah. Now, are you going to spend it in heaven? Or are you going to spend it in hell? Because you're immortal. Right, Brother John? You're, you are, yeah. in, you will live forever. Okay. But are you going to spend it in heaven? Or are you going to spend it in hell? Are you going to trust in the blood of Jesus? Like Brother Michael was making to, making known to his dad right there. Right before he died, and that's a great point Amen. to make. Because I, I always think about that. When somebody's yeah. near to me that's on their deathbed, I'm always like, hey, uh, it's like, it's like, you try yeah. to, the tough thing to do is trying to have this conversation with people when other people are around. You know, you yeah. try to get like a time to have with this person when nobody else is in the room, like in the hospice, you know, and eventually I've, I've had those moments where I'm able to, and I'm glad, you yeah. know, but, but the thing it's, is, uh, though, when somebody dies, who's that close to you? And there's there's a uh, what 150,000 people that die per hour, okay? Yeah. But when that person is close to you, that you know them so well, and now you know they're on the other side, and now you all you all have to think this. I know I do. I was like, I wonder what they see now. Yes. I wonder what they're feeling now. Yes, yes, that's exactly right? right, brother Bob. I've been me and my mom through it all, and we're she's sitting on the couch and that's where mom's staying right now i'll, I'll get her to bed eventually guys but we we're sitting there and we we're just laughing and we we're thinking about man you guys have no idea how many times just like an uptime how we talk how we gather together and would speculate like i wonder what heaven's like i wonder what it's going to be like walking around and seeing the throne room and and seeing mm. jesus and seeing the ones we've lost and i Amen. it's it's so it keeps hitting me when I'm trying to sleep or when I'm just brushing my teeth or when I'm taking a shower. I'm like, pop, you're there. You're actually there. You're actually yeah. doing all these things that I we just we talked endlessly about. And Pop has been talking mm -hmm. about Jesus for so long, guys. He he's loved the Lord and been walking with the Lord for so much longer than me. And through Pop's prayers, you know, and my mom's prayers, you know, I was born again. God pulled me in. And, and I'm so happy that Pop got to see that, you know, that Pop got to see me change. And I got to see Jesus change Pop. You know, it's amazing to see. I could, Amen. when we looked back on Pop's life, I was like, man, Mom, you know, this last year, the Lord has done a remarkable work to my dad. He completely started changing things. And it all makes sense now when we think about it. I was like, wow, it literally felt like we could see in real time that the Lord was finishing up parts of his work with Pop before he took him home. And um, it was just radical. And leading up to it, I've only heard about it in stories. 
but uh in testimonies of others but i started having dreams guys when i was sick i thought they were just fever dreams but i was starting to see things and i thought you can ask my wife i thought i was gonna pass away guys i was like something's not right and i was like i think i might be passing because you guys know i have a, some health issues and um i I was like, Lord, what's going on? So in retrospect, it all makes sense. But a week before my father's passing, I had a dream. And everyone wants to say things about dreams. But I have many people here that I've told this dream before my father passed. So they can vouch for the, the reality of how the Lord will show us things. I had a dream my mother was living with me. And my father wasn't there no more. And um, I was taking care of her. And I was like, wow, Lord. That's amazing. God is so good, guys. He was bracing me for impact for the better part of half a year when I started thinking about it. I was like, Mm, isn't that incredible? I was like, you've been, you've been planting seeds and bracing me, my heart, my soul, my mind Mm. for this event for at least half a year when I started thinking back to how I think I even mentioned this on uptime with you guys. I was at Walmart one day. And I realized, you know, I may not, we may not all make it out in the rapture. I, you know, it just dawned on me one day. I was like, wow, I never thought about that. You know, I may pass or someone I know may pass. And I thought about that and I was like, wow, Lord, thank you for that mercy. Knowing the future and preparing me and my family to be able to go through those tough moments because the lord knows he knows we're frail fragile vessels and oh yeah he's so merciful but to go back sorry i know we went on a huge uh rabbit trail here but to go back to boss point it is amazing it is amazing to see those moments when you're like oh wow he's living it you know pops the live one we're in like zombie land right now Hmm. that's right (laughs) good way of putting it Go ahead, John. Well, I was just going to say when we're put face to face with death and we know the outcome of it, especially if the person is saved. Amen. Amen. How and are you? Yes. So we can see that. Like I got uh, <clears throat> I got my father-in-law, ex-father-in-law, sorry, who is with a lot of cancer and everything, and he has chosen assisting uh, dying for the 5th of January. And I spoke with him, and I know he's saved because we talked about the blood of Christ and everything. Okay, that's another topic. I'm not getting onto this tonight. But the thing is, yes, indeed, like Michael's father is going to be there before and is going to raise before when the uh, the dead rise first, and is going to beat us up to the to the throne there. Um, I don't know if it's because I'm getting older, but I'm getting those feelings, um, thoughts, if I may say, because I I don't want to call them dream because I'm fully awake. Sometimes I'm laying down on my bed and just thinking, and I'm saying to myself what it would be like and we all have our own picture of what the rapture will be okay yes we will be taken up and all that stuff but how are we going to look at the earth how are we going to look at the moon see if the the earth is flat or round i know it's round (laughs) but 
seriously talking, we all have our uh, vision of that, okay? And some people, like you guys, have dreams and you do uh, you do have a lot of uh, uh, topics that comes up in your dreams. And unfortunately, I do not have dreams. Uh, I still do believe in them. But I don't have them, not as per se. I have weird dreams like everybody. Um, Do you sleep? Yes, I sleep, yes. Okay. Yes, I sleep. But I do have weird dreams uh, that make no sense, right? Stuck in the mud with an excavator or stuff like this, right? You know, it did happen before, so maybe that's what stuff like this is. But just to say that... We all have our vision of what the rapture will be, how it's going to be with the Lord, to be with the Lord. And I'm looking forward. You have no idea I'm looking forward. And But the physical part of the separation with someone so cherished, so loved, I know it's painful. I lost my father eight years ago. Um, I'm pretty much sure he was saved. I just, I don't have the certitude of it, but I'm pretty much sure that he is, he was. And we'll see about this, but uh, the the physical separation with my dad, I can vouch for that. I know how hard it is. Yeah. Yeah, I think all of us do have uh, a loved one, of course, that we have lost along the way. And uh, I, I have lost my mother back in 2016 to cancer. Um, so, mm. yeah, that was a very tough time uh, for yeah. all of us. And you, you never forget, you never forget your parents and what they've done for you. Um, yeah. Of course, not everyone's situation is the same. Not everyone has been given love and support. Uh, but we do recognize death and understand that once you're you're gone, you're gone. That's it. You can't you can't be brought back, at least not until the resurrection of the dead. Um, so we know in scripture there's two different resurrections. You know, one who are going to go to everlasting life, and the other to everlasting condemnation. So. Even they receive their bodies. They receive new bodies too. But we want to be the ones who are part of the resurrection of life yes. in Jesus Christ. And that's what we're here to discuss here because, yes. man, it yeah. is going to be a glorious, you, wonderful time. Yeah. Jude 22 is clear about it. Jude. Amen. Yes, amen. Amen. You know, Michael, um, you may be, you might be in the same camp as me where I made the request to the Lord. I would love to see my father at the resurrection before I'm raptured. Amen. Walk into the house and it's like going up, you know, and he just, yeah. we meet them in the air. The Bible says we meet them in the air. Yeah. So there's a corporate meeting, but doesn't, yes. you know, he can't walk into my house, say, I was like, something's going on. And there's my dad standing there. It's like, see it up in the air. You know, that's, <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. I'm, I'm so excited. It, like I said, it, 
it's been such a bittersweet is the best way I can kind of phrase it. It's yeah, it has its bitter undertones of because we all don't like death, you know, and I've thought about death and and it just it it can make me cry, guys, because it's it's not what the Lord wanted for us. But thanks be to God. He sent us life. He sent us Jesus Christ and mm-hmm. to have eternal life with him and to know that pops there. And like Bob said, that we get to see each other again. Mm-hmm. That cannot Forever. be taken away. Forever, Forever. and ever and ever. and ever. And this is just temporary. And there's times, guys. And um, I feel like the Lord's been doing such an amazing work, guys, in my life. I just, it's some things I, I can't articulate yet, but I'll let you in on as I pray with the Holy Spirit about it. But it's just been such an amazing moment with, between me and the Lord. And, and I remember crying and I remember the Lord speaking into my spirit, like, don't be sad. He's with me, you know, and I literally cannot cry no more. And I'm like, Lord, it's because Pop's not gone. He's with you. And like I said, if I if I didn't believe with my whole heart, and I owe that to the Lord too, my very belief and my faith I owe to God, to Jesus, because I lived a long time, guys, and I denied the Lord, and he was always faithful to me. And to be able to be at this moment now, so close to the to the rapture, we're all so close to where Greg's going to see his, his mom again, and I'm going to see my dad, and Brother Bob's going to see his father. It's gonna be amazing and brother john oh john you're gonna see your your pop and we're all gonna be with our loved ones forever and ever and we can truly have comfort and not sorrow as the world sorrows because we know in whom we believe and we have full confidence in the lord that he's gonna deliver what he said he's gonna do i have no doubt guys and yes i've been beat up and or tried satan tried i should say to beat me up a few times already, of course, he was going to come around and and try to put thoughts in my mind. But, guys, I just rebuked them in the name of Jesus. I casted every single one of those thoughts out. And um, Satan, ain't, he ain't got no no room. Uh, you know, the army says, and I'll adopt this natural term, there's no ground to give to the enemy. Absolutely zero ground. I, I plant that flag on salvation, the gospel. Of our salvation, First Corinthians 15, 1 through 4. And that is where I stand, guys, with the Lord, with all the rest of you on that precious blood. And I know without a shadow of a doubt, we're all going to be together. And that's why this is so much more amazing. All of you guys out in the chat and the panel, mm-hmm. we're going to, this is temporary. We're going to be with each other. We're going to see Amen. each other face to face Amen. all of these times. You know, some of you out there, and I know because you've corresponded with me, who have been so broken from your losses and before I even had a loss and so broken and to know how much this family meant, it means so much to me all the more. And I I just want to be here as much as I can. And I needed the fellowship tonight, guys. Even my wife's like, it's time to go and fellowship with your brothers. (laughs) I was like, yep, let's do this. And uh, it just brings me joy. It really does. Well, it's nice to yeah. see you with us tonight. It's uh, I, I'm really uh, impressed yet happy that you're showing up tonight, Michael. Mm-hmm. All the glory much. be to God. All Amen. the glory be to Praise God. Praise God. 
Praise mm-hmm. God for that. So um, yeah. with that, on the same topic of this, oh, you're going to say something, Brother Michael? Oh, I was just going to say, but there is some interesting things I know that's going on. So, uh, Brother Bob. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Speaking of the rapture and how yes. close it is, um, you know, I'm not going to sit there and say, okay, this was going on in Israel now. They're attacking this person there, and this guy died over here. And this, I was like, you know, people are coming desensitized by that, I think, now. Yeah. I watch all that stuff. You know, it's like, okay. Another attack, another attack, a little skirmish here. This person said this, this person said that, you know, and you know, it's starting, starting to go over our heads now. It's like, it's not that, not that big of a deal. So moving on, what, what I think is going to start getting people excited is what they're doing right now is our enemies, globalists, they are preparing for the rapture resurrection event. Now they've been preparing militarily for the chaos that will ensue after the rapture takes place okay because it's going to shut everything down it's going to create a grid down crisis globally all right it's going to cause everything to crash stuff to blow up you i mean just if you could think it god's already gone way beyond it okay what's going to happen here all right so they are getting ready they know it's coming and we talked about it last week brother john where even like the new age people they're coming out with their angelic guides and all of them are saying that, hey, there, there, there is this removal of the Christians. It's a mercy rescue because we're spiritually inferior. We vibrate at a different frequency that's not com- compatible with all the other superheroes here on the earth that are good compared that, that they consider that are spiritually superior. So we need to be taken to the special, special ed camp somewhere out in some other planet somewhere and be reeducated. Okay, and everybody else here stays here, and they get to basically duke it out and set up this new world utopia. And then they bring us us back, and bring us back and reintroduce us to the the world at the end of this whole seven year thing in 2030. Okay, so that's what the spirit guys are telling us. So now, if you take that and you overlay that what the Bible says, that's a seven year tribulation period. Then. We return with Jesus at the end of the seven-year tribulation. So mm-hmm. it all makes sense. It all lines up. Okay. But I want to point out something, though, that's really exciting. Uh, I said outside of the fact that there are all these things happening in Israel. I get it. And they're about to, I heard a lot of talk about that third temple getting ready to go. All right. They just, they haven't figured out how to get rid of that dome of the rock, but they think the Messiah that's about to show up will take care of that. But be it as it may. What they're doing right now, if you guys haven't noticed, these videos are popping up on TikTok this past week, YouTube, and as fast as they go up, they go down. Okay, if you guys seen these videos, they don't stay up very long, or they go to private, something like that. So I captured them and I put a quick, uh, put together a quick compilation. Mm-hmm. What they're doing right now, they are testing the equipment for the Rapture Resurrection event, post event. What they're doing right now is they're testing all the lighting, they're testing all the projectors, they're testing all the sound systems and everything right now. They're testing their grids, everything that this whole thing that they're going to light up, this whole show they're going to do right after we're taken out of here. Okay. It will be simultaneously with the right when, when we're gone, they're like, okay, let's take credit for it. Launch this huge light show. Now, Greg, you couldn't get it right. The light the video I sent you. No. Okay. Well, I do well, have a video. I give, have the first video that you gave me. 
Okay, I got a So this is uh people are catching this stuff on the cameras now. It's like a really uh Wow. Hold on a second. Let me uh this seems to be kind of uh what's what's the matter? It's not moving very well, that's all. <laughs> What the, what they're doing right now, they um, you see all this. I know we've seen the lightings and stuff like that that they've done. We've seen all the weird stuff before, but now look what look at the screen here. Look how big that is. Mm. Okay, this is humongous. And see, I made like a shorter version here. If you look on my screen here, uh, I don't know if you can see this here. Let me give me a full screen there, Greg, because I made a shorter version. That way, you don't have to. Try to click ahead. So here it is right here. Let's see if you see it here. Oh, yeah. Wow. See that? Oh, my. Yeah. That's humongous. It's a huge, huge light show going on right now. You see it? Okay. It's about a four-minute clip, but this is a huge, huge light show they're doing now. Mm. And look, look at all the sound they're adding to it now. You know how loud that has to be to hear that from all the mm. way from where it's at? Okay. It is wild. And then they have all this right here. I'll show you. And then they had uh, this one here. Like this one here. It's, called like, a, it's like another location. This is going on globally everywhere right now, guys. They're catching it in cities, different cities all over the world. Here's a here's like millions of lights going up in the air in one section. See this right here? Yeah. Those are not satellites from those are not satellites going up from Elon They're Musk. They're not drones. They I don't know what these are. Yeah. But these things are all going up in the air. Okay, you got that. Okay. And then you have, uh, let's see here. Look at this one. One of them looks like a portal yeah. in the sky. You see it yeah, what there. I'm going to do, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go along the timeline, the, the video timeline, and then just make it just a still image. So that way you can freeze frame in it. Yeah, that sounds good. Yeah. Oh, okay. we do a freeze frame. Uh, okay. Do here you see anything go. there right now? It's uh, not yet. Not yet. I get rid of this dog. Yeah. One minute. <laughs> Here, kitty, kitty. Yeah, my cats are always circling, waiting to attack. Okay, it doesn't seem to be showing up. Michael, While you guys are doing something. this, I, it, I would like I to say if you a... send the link, I'll share it from my. Yeah, my I just screen. sent it to you. Yeah. Sorry for the yeah. connection issues, guys. Oh, that's no problem. No problem. Just one second. I'll get it up. That one right there. Wow, what is that? Okay. I mean, full screen. You're muted, Bob. You're muted, Bob. Okay, so I showed you right there that was a portal that opened this guy, night sky, portal opens up, and the light's like pouring out of this portal. And I mean, stuff yeah, just see like it that. On my, uh, insane. Uh, I mean, these things, they're not even trying to hide it no more. They're like, okay, we are going for it. 
and we are doing big tests now. And look, I mean, look at this. This is insane. I mean, hockey, that's not lightning, Greg. No, no, it's a big rear assault. It's, it's something. And it's, it's a not, rear assault for something that is huge to come. And it's not, don't tell me those are the uh, Northern Lights. Northern no. Lights don't act like that. Then they no, have we, we do cars. have no, them no, here no, in yeah. Newfoundland, in Canada. I do have them, and that's not. Did yeah. you guys hear about uh, some kind of rainbow clouds? Over Alaska from the Alaska from the northern, it was like uh, something to do with the solar storms and the northern lights. Okay. And they, uh, you know how the the red shift from the light apparently it was because of the solar storm. It, it was more on the color spectrum of rainbows. And um, I'm not sure if anyone heard of that. I wish I had the pictures for it, but it was pretty yeah. pretty awesome looking. Yeah. But yeah, this is intense. Look at that. Look at that sky. Weird noise could be heard. See if I can put some audio on for you guys. Can you guys hear that? Yes. Hmm. There Hello. Go. Oh, there's yeah, the Cooper's mom. Bites. Yeah. Wow. Uh, what is that? Wow, okay. that's crazy. Oh. Those aren't drones. They don't know. No, they're because not. The, no, those they're, are drones. They would have like um, see if they would have in a formation or something. Mm. So imagine if they did those oh, lights and they and they took all those lights and just pasted them everywhere all over the globe. They did that. Wouldn't you think that was a resurrection? Yeah. That. Yeah. I, I don't see them pulling that off. Yeah. Especially because what do we know? What have we seen from Hollywood too that's shown us what oh, yeah. a resurrection looks like? They've already yeah. laid the framework for that predictive programming of what that would look like, you know? We apologize, guys, if they're saying something in a foreign language we don't understand. Yeah, maybe we could mute it. I don't know if they Yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll mute it there. <laughs> Just in case. Yeah, that would be. Just in case. Russia. <laughs> I don't know what they're saying in Russian. Hopefully, so, it's praise look, the Lord. So, certainly, looks like now they're they are really doing some big tests now on their equipment now. It they're really on the open about it now, so that, that only means shows one you thing. how close we are, man. They're We're yeah, so they're, they're uh, nobody's trying to justify this stuff no more. No, and when the rapture will come, th there will be something, even though it's a twinkling to a twink of a uh, twinkling. Yep. Twinkling of a, of a of the night there of an eye, mm -hmm. it's gonna be very very specific. But there will be, I'm sure, there will be some sound. There will be something snapping there. Something's yeah. gonna happen, you know. And I think and then that, after that, that they will get onto this. You know, look at the, that. Can you imagine that right there. Look at that picture right there. Nice guy. That opens up and light up there. Can you imagine, like, if Jesus yeah. if they made Jesus pop up in that? Hole right yeah. there. Yeah, man. I've had dreams That's... like that. Yeah, I've seen stuff like that in my dreams. Yeah, same. I've seen stuff similar in my dreams too, especially the orbs. That huge, bright light orb-ish kind of appearance. Mm. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's amazing. And so many lights. I don't see what's a what is a point of these lights, you know. But I think once they all uh. 
once they all put it together, then, you know, but they have a purpose behind it because once we go, that's, that's going to be like a huge event that only God can do. Okay? Mm-hmm. Only mm-hmm. Jesus can do this event. And then the whole world's going to be shocked by this event. Oh yeah. And then they're going to show up with their own, with their own images and try to take credit for this event. And the world is going to believe that these guys called caused this event, which will give them a ton of credibility. Yeah. At least for three and a half years, they'll have credibility. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. To and the just at, this, at the same moment, uh, all those mother crying for their kids gone. And mm-hmm. that's going to be mm-hmm. chaos. It's not going to be a little light thing that's going to happen. Yeah. And, They're going to say, oh, they're, they're gone with the UFOs or whatever. It's yeah, going to be huge. It's going to be really huge. And people will scream and, and, and cry. And for those who knows what's happening, they will say, why me left behind? Mm-hmm. And God say, why not? Right um, when you said that, Brother John, I just had just that feeling, that imagery of what happened at the first Passover and all the yeah. screams and the cries. When the destroyer, the angel of death swept through, except now, you know, we're going, we're being taken into life. So yeah, hallelujah, praise the Lord for that. But, uh, to think about that blood, you know, over the door that protected all of them inside who put their trust in that blood. So remember that guys, Jesus is going to deliver us. Just keep your heart and your mind on him and your, in the faith and the mm-hmm. precious shed blood of the lamb and, We're all going to get taken out of here and that death is going to pass over and we're going to get launched into eternal life to be with the Lord. And I cannot wait. It's going to be amazing. Amen. Yeah. You know, these big, these images don't give it real much, really much justice. We no. see these things no. and people can dismiss them very easily. But when these things do take place, uh, you know, it's going to be a completely different scene, uh, scenario. Um, I mean, most of us, I think all of us here on this panel have experienced some form of supernatural event or another. And when you do, you can't really truly explain it. But mm-hmm. when it does happen, um, you know, it's unmistakable in terms of something that is out of the ordinary and something that you, you, that impacts you. Yes. Uh, emotionally, you uh, certainly never forget it. And uh, something that we are talking about in terms of this magnitude, folks, I mean, the, the Bible says men's hearts fail them, uh, you know, for fear of what is coming upon the world. Uh, if that can happen based on the certain events that are about to take place, folks, it, this is not something to mess around with. We want to no. be, we want to be saved. You want to be saved before all this stuff takes place. Amen. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, certainly bringing back to what Michael was saying earlier is there's no guarantee that you're going to be alive tomorrow, right? Definitely. Either any one of us. So no. we may not be here for the, the rapture. Uh, that's one thing that you also have to put in, into play. So think, think about that, folks. Um, but at the same time, when the world does experience all this stuff, when the supernatural collides with the natural wow. in a major you know, form, It, it it's going to be unmistakable. Men's hearts will fail them for fear of what's mm. coming on the world. And there's also terrible things that happen. These are God's judgments. When I, when I see UFOs now, after doing the studying, 
that I've done research into scripture, God's word, you realize these are God's judgments, folks. These are God's mm-hmm. judgments. Why haven't they shown up worldwide yet where everyone can unmistakably know that this is a supernatural event? That's it's because it's, it's not the appointed time yet. It's not the appointed time when it is folks, it's too late. It's too late. People will dismiss this. They will mock us, ridicule us for the things that we bring up here. But each one of us on this panel have experienced a supernatural event in one form or another. And I think most of you out there have as well. I think a lot of you have. If you haven't, it just wasn't, it wasn't time. God wasn't showing you a certain thing or a dream at a certain point. He does work in the way he works. Not everyone's going to get a, a rapture dream. Not everyone's going to see one of these uh, UAPs or UFOs in the, in the sky. It's not always going to happen that way. But you know what? God is in charge. He is in control. And there's certain there are reasons why this happens. Do I know what those reasons are? No. Do any of these brothers know everything? No, they don't. But we know that the supernatural is real. We know God's word is real. Amen. We know that the things that are taking place, yes, they deal with the enemy. But the Lord still is in is in control. Is, and these are is. his judgments, folks. These are his judgments. Yes. If anybody just straight out said uh, to me on the street, what do you think these UFOs are? I'm, I'll just tell them straight up. They're God's judgments. Oh, that'll open they up are. the can of worms, right? <laughs> oh, that'll, that'll start to spark a conversation. Why? That's mm-hmm. why that, that's why it's it's one time in your life to decide where you're gonna go, what you're gonna do, what you're gonna decide. It's one time in your life. There is no coming back. There is no do over. You gotta be sure that you understand the gospel, First Corinthians fifteen one to four. If you don't, ask, read, yeah. talk yeah. about it to someone. But do something because once you're gone, that's it. That's it. You're gonna be part of those things there. If you're not dead, and you're gonna, you won't understand what's coming up after that. And it's not pretty. It's the bad part, which is written in the yeah. in the Bible. So yeah. make sure that you understand and you make your decision today, right now, at this moment, Amen. where you're gonna Amen. go. Because I'm telling you. I believe the Bible, every word yes. of it, every period, every comma, every column, semicolon. I believe everything of the Bible, the King James Bible, the true word of God, which was uh, perfected seven times like silver. I'm telling you, it's you gotta you gotta understand that right now be, while you're breathing. Because Amen. the breathing will be very expensive to go through that. Exactly. And, uh, yeah. And, Amen. Yeah, it's time it, of testing, it, brother. Yeah, time it really testing. is. And, and that's guys, why... Uh, go ahead, brother Michael. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, brother Michael. It's okay. I was going to say it's, it's a time of testing. You know, you people wonder, why is it that God does, doesn't just wipe all the globalists out, wipe out all of our enemies, throw Satan in the pit right now, call it a day? It's because... God is using Satan and his globalists to build an ungodly environment to test everybody. Okay. But we've already passed the test. We trust in the blood of Jesus, 1 Corinthians 15, 4. Amen. We passed Amen. the test. We received the Holy Spirit as a reward. Okay. 
for passing Dude. the test, we received by as well as, as a gift we received, but we have to receive it through faith. Okay. But yeah, in a in a sense we were tested, okay, and that's our reward. We are sealed to the day of redemption, which is rapture resurrection. And the best part is when Jesus says, when you begin to see all these things that we're yes. looking at begin yep. to come to pass, look Whatever up. Your redemption, redemption draws near. Okay. It's not when it all blows up in your face and it's all finished and done and you're yep. sitting in the ashes, look up. No. And when it begins to happen and you, here's the thing, it's been getting, it's, it started to happen years ago. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. So we're on this, uh, we are on a, we are at a turning point here. We're at a turning point here right now. And if you think about everything that they're doing right now with these, with the UAPs and these lights and the testing, the equipment, and what else are they doing? They're prepping the earth for this event. Because look, if you're going to pull off this massive event, Michael, you need to maximize your results. And how do you do that? You got to prep everything else that's going on on the ground, everything else and the mentality, the mentality of everybody on this planet. So that way everybody receives this event the way you want them to receive it. Exactly. Okay. And so what exactly. they're doing, they are, they are diminishing all of our food. They wiped off our mm-hmm. food processing plants. They are opening up all the borders everywhere. They're creating chaos. You got 10 million people that came to this country using up all the resources that we barely have left. None of them are willing to work. Listen to people in Chicago. They can't get any cheese because the immigrants are grabbing them all up. So you're, we're on the vor- verge of a civil war. Oh, and this yeah. is the kind of narrative that's going on in other countries. So all of we're lo- and then we're losing all of our rights and we got we got all the equipment they're setting up for World War Three. We talked about last week, John. Yes, where we all did. this equipment yeah. went into play. Michael, same thing. Yeah. And then it all went silent and they all went to position position. And like you said, John, they're waiting on a cue. They're waiting on a signal. Yeah, okay, yeah. what's that signal, Greg? What is the signal? They're waiting for the rapture resurrection. Yeah, I think the signal is going to be when they turn on these lights. Yep. That's going to be their signal because when rapture happens, they're like, yeah, it happened. All these people are going, I think they'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah. When Jesus does his part, which then, and then, then yeah. they step in and do mm-hmm. their part, which signals all these guys. Exactly. You know That's the, the bat signal in the sky, so to speak. Right? Yeah. It's what's going to signal them to know exactly what to do and when to do it. And it's, it's really interesting because when I hear brother Bob speak and I hear brother John and, and brother Greg, it really brings to, to mind guys, we cannot be like the foolish man, right? Who built his house upon the sand, but we have to be like the one, the wise man who built his house upon the rock because upon when those stores, those storms come, it's too late. It's already too late. If you didn't have your house, founded upon the rock and we know that jesus is our rock and the house is is us right that picture of us being grounded into the lord so it's so important guys we're very little time examine yourself examine yourself okay it's so important to see if you if you really are of the faith right you must believe like brother john said i i feel even now more important than ever that you must understand the gospel you must understand the gospel of our salvation. Mm-hmm. That way, when you hear it and you understand it and believe that you're sealed by the Holy Spirit of promise, that is so important right now, even now more than ever, because that Joshua 24, 15 moment where people, it's happening right now. I'm not sure if you guys noticed it, but with all the craziness, it's like God is rapidly moving people into these moments where he's like, you got to make a decision. 
You got to make a decision. And I see it in the lives of so many around here, especially going out and, and giving the gospel and doing Feed My Sheep today. There's so many people that are being brought to this moment in God's mercy, right? The storms that some people are going through right now, it's God's mercy for them to turn to the Lord. And I just hope they realize that and not get angry at God but and, and not run from him, but run to him with open Amen. arms because he has open arms ready to receive you. And it's amazing to think that soon that bat signal, it reminds me, Brother Bob, of Star Wars when they're like, execute order 66 and all of the the clone army turns on them, right? And um, mm-hmm. it's like they were there the whole time. The whole time they were waiting waiting right. for that order, that command. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And look, we've, we've seen all the signs, right? We've seen oh, yeah. this incredible parade of celestial activity taking place over the last three months during the fall feast. We see this, pre, this pre-war break out, the pre-time of Jacob's trouble mm-hmm. taking place right now. Look, they're not going to put that cat back in the bag, all right? They're not going to be able to do it, okay? Nope. Hamas is not going away. This is taking them into the time of Jacob's trouble. So we are in the the pre the pre time of Jacob's trouble, which is kind of like we get to share it with them. Beginning of Psalms. And I like I like the, I like the, I like the way that's working out because you know when stuff like that's happening, people start looking over there, John. They start looking over there. Yeah. What's going on there in Israel? And yeah. you know what? It's, it was interesting. I, I was with my family for Christmas, and they're talking about that, and I'm like, you know why that's happening? Because the Bible says, it's like, is it y'all think I'm crazy? Okay. But when stuff starts breaking on Israel, and I was like, the Bible says this happened, this happened right before mm. the rapture resurrection. What's, what's next on God's prophetic calendar is the rapture resurrection. All right. Nothing else is going to come before that. After the rapture resurrection happens, that's the end of the age of grace. And then it's going to be like a waterfall prophecy. One thing after the next. Bam, mm. bam, bam, yeah. bam, bam. Then you know effect. Thing. What's that? The domino effect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they listen because yeah. that stuff's happening in Israel and we're still here to say, hey, that time is for them. Yes. All right. I'm sitting there trying to argue with my brother. I, I need to get like 15 AR 15s and I got to get my, <laughs> much of my ammo. I'm getting them for 600 bucks a piece. You know, I'm sitting there. They're going to shoot like, you Rubble. for your bucket of food. <laughs> it, yeah. It really is this, the kickoff to the supernatural yep. events. Of uh, yeah, yeah, it really is the kickoff, isn't it? But um, yeah, Greg. Sorry, I just had to say one thing, Greg, before you segue out. I love the way you put that, brother Greg. It's when the natural and the supernatural meet together; they collide. They collide. That, yeah, mm-hmm. that that almost sounds like yeah. a title right there. Oh yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. and when you mentioned Star Wars, we really are kind of in mm-hmm. Star Wars, aren't we? Because stars are symbolic in but yes, in they are as angels. So angel wars, so to speak, you know, but for the most part, we are on the battlefield. Uh, it's not, you know, it's not our battle. Battle belongs to the Lord. Thank but we you. are his instruments, his vessels here on the battlefield. So Amen. 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 Just to make a parenthesis there, I just want to say uh, thank you to uh, Mrs. Amy from uh, Girl Who Loves Jesus 7. She's doing a great job right now into the, the chat there. So thank you very much. Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. Yeah. We have this new moderator. Yeah, girl, I remember that email. Girl who loved Jesus 7. 
Yes. Yes. Thank you for Amy for coming on. Yes. Sorry Uh, for the French accent there, but (laughs) it is what Uh, it is. That's okay. Yeah, we're moving no, up. Is- we're, we're, we're moving up. We're we're attracting a lot of bad people now. Oh yes, and we that, are. That, yes. that shows you, like my ministry, all of our ministry is under attack. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the Lord says, true. Lord, Lord, show me. Said this is going to happen to yes. your ministry, Bob, right before the rapture. Yeah. People are just going to start turning on you. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, I remember him saying that to me back in 2016. You That's know, so 2016, 2017. I'm like, doesn't look like it, and things are going well. And all of a sudden, the last few months. I yeah, have more, no. just nothing but Christians attacking. I don't get attacked by Muslims. I don't get attacked by atheists. I get attacked by Christians. Yeah, well, that's, that's, Christians. that's wild. That's, 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 yeah, because so I actually felt the same thing about a month ago. I felt like the Lord put the same message into my spirit that that was coming. That's so mm-hmm. wild you say that. Wow, that just blew my mind right now. Yes. Well, you start to see who the uh, wheat are. Because I'm guaranteeing there, there, there's nobody that's a barley that's attacking our ministry. There's no barley <laughs> attacking. I mean, yeah. you're not cutting nets. Not, don't be cutting holes in other fishermen's nets. No, yeah. we and can see just those. Because you don't real. like the way they go ahead. Yes. Yeah. As it's horrible, but Satan's like, goody. <laughs> that's free help right there. Exactly. That's great. But you know what, though? Isn't that what God does to Satan and his armies? They causes, he causes them to turn on each other, too. Mm-hmm. And it, God's done that quite a bit. Go to the book of Judges all over the place. Okay. Yeah. So saying it's like, hey, you could do it, God. I could do it to you. I can get all your I can get all the Christians to turn against each other, you know. And even members of the body of Christ. They claim that hopefully they're saved. I don't know. But you got members in the body of Christ fighting. You know, how would you feel, John, if all the molecules and the cells in your body were fighting each other, not cooperating? Instead of operating as one body, as it's supposed to, it wouldn't yeah, be good. You probably wouldn't live very long, would you? No. Think of the body of the Christ, body of Christ. That's how it should be. How does Isn't Jesus it what cancer is? All the cells <laughs> fighting together? Yeah, they're all fighting. I got I got my right arm, disagrees with my left arm, so that they're yeah. all like, you know, it's just, you know, that's why, what, 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 Greg, what do you always say? The, uh, when, when everything, when the, when, when the, when the, the new, when the perfect comes, when the when perfect, the perfect comes. comes, first Corinthians 13. Mm-hmm. Right. When the perfect comes, that's when we're all at, that's another great thing. Michael is at the rapture resurrection. There's no more fighting. We all get it. And you know what? That's I guarantee amazing. you, we are all are going to be wrong about something. Mm-hmm. We're all going to have Amen. our own mistakes. We're all going to have our specks in our eyes. Some people have logs in their eyes, but <laughs> it as it may. Telephone you know, if you're calling, <laughs> if you're attacking other people, if you listen to what Jesus says, he said that guy. He said, "Brother, let me remove the speck from your eye." So you're making an accusation, okay? It's, but he said, "Well, let me first, once you remove the log from your eye, so it's the person that's making the first initial accusation that has the log in their eye." Yes. You're trying to go mm-hmm. for the speck in your eyes. Mm-hmm. So if you're out there attacking channels and you're just, you know, you're just out there spontaneously trying to have, trying to help everybody and you're attacking people, you're the one with the log in your eye mm-hmm. trying to take the speck out of John's eye or my eye or Michael's eye. Okay. Right. Or Greg's eye or any of our eyes. If you are spontaneously attacking other believers, like in this chat, and just attacking and trying to correct them. You got the log in your eye. You're spot. You you are starting the fight. 
And that's what Jesus showed us. You know, the guy who makes the first accusation is the guy mm-hmm. with the log in their eye. So be aware yes. of people like that. Oh, yes, because they're ready to attack. They're ready to pick. Mm-hmm. Um, I just found out today that I've been called some other stuff um, by somebody. And it hurts a little bit. But like you say, Brother Bob, they attack first. So what can I say, right? Um, mm-hmm. Amen. We'll see when we get there. And if you don't, well, we won't see, but you will know. <laughs> I'll be back. <laughs> and I'll be back. Yes. Yes. Amen. Yes. And, they, uh, and everybody that we fought with or who are believers down here, you know, you know, I know who these people are. And you know what? I love them anyways. I pray for the people that attack me in, my, in our ministry. I pray for these people. All right. <laughs> And I'm sad that's happening, but the Lord showed me that this will begin to happen to me. Feed my sheep today will be under attack and it'll happen right before the rapture because, you know, Satan, Satan is, is, I guess there's been like this hedge of protection for a while, but now the hedge of protection is beginning to be lifted because of the time that we're in. It's getting so bad down here now that this hedge ain't working no more. And now, and, and now you see we're under attack now and it's just what you're Mm-hmm. You know, I see where you're going. It's a, um, we're close. Almost time. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's incredible. It's, I can feel it. I don't know because I drank a coffee tonight, but I'm very fidget, fidgety, whatever you want to say it. Oh. And I'm very excited. Yeah. And yes, it's very uplifting what we're talking about right now. It It, it is okay. good news in any way, form or so, shape. And you look at it, it's good news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, so it's either the coffee speaking, or it's all, or is it something else? <laughs> okay, let's go with the spirit. We French people are weird sometimes, <laughs> but I'm so happy. Seriously, though, I'm so happy and excited. Well, you're certainly, you're because, certainly not. You know? Oh, uh, well, it might come as a question, but since we're talking about this, uh, brother Bob, it's a leap year this year. We have the Is 29th it? of February. Yes, we do. On the 24th, on 2024. Oh. Oh, do you think, do you think that. that can change something? Or is there anything that you think about? I didn't see that as a question. It is my personal question to you. If you see or heard anything about something this. Something timeline? It makes, uh, you know what? The fact that it's there is it's significant. The fact that it's a leap year. Mm-hmm. Okay, because I think they have their own cycles like we do. Yeah. We have seven year cycles of Shemitah cycles. They have like these four year cycles. Um, even, um, even Bitcoin has these four year halvings and stuff like that that they go off of. So interesting. You know, it just, it's just, it's just more proof in the pudding because we talked about last week. Have, as it, has everybody forgotten about the Deagle reports? Okay. The oh, John yeah. Deagle. Think Rockefeller think tank that put together these reports back in 2012, yeah. and they did uh did the predictions for, for what they're going to do and how it's going to affect the world and everything that mm-hmm. they're doing right now is what they're doing and the, their projections show that 90 percent well basically well 90 percent of America will be gone and other countries they will actually increase a little bit in population but they're very small countries probably because yeah. everybody moved there. 
Okay, and it wasn't because people were born. People were moved there, and and because of all the, everything else like that. But be it as it may, though, for the most part, there's a mass depopulation according to their projections. And about what's today is the 26th, and about seven days, days, what five six days a week, we will be in 2024. Yes, sir. The year it all happens. Yes. Now, should we be surprised, guys, that we're seeing these crazy lights in the sky right now? Should we be surprised? Or should I say, should we be excited? Excited. Okay. Because they're planning on, they're, they're excited about the new census they're going to do, Michael. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, you know, isn't it, isn't, isn't that something that they did a new census when Jesus came into the world? All right. As conception. They did a census. Remember? Oh, yeah. Just a little parallel. That's why Joseph had to go to Bethlehem. He's a lineage of King David. So they did a census. After the rapture resurrection, these guys, I see in their reports, they're going to do a a global census Mm. after the light comes and rebirths our our bodies and takes us out of the world. The light's removed from the world spiritually, in a sense. All right. And now they're, and after that, they did a census. How about, how about that? How's about that for a parallel? <laughs> yeah, that's amazing. So fantastic. You know? But, um, I hate to say it, guys. I unfortunately got to depart a little early tonight, but, uh, thank you all so much for receiving mm. me. So with such a warm welcoming and brother Bob and yep. Greg and John, I'm, I just love you guys so much. You, you, you're my brothers and all of you guys you. out there in the chat. I love you guys so much. You truly are my brothers and sisters out there. And I just, I just love you. And I thank you for all your prayers. You guys have been such an encouragement to me. And, and it's just, it's remarkable. And only when we get to eternity, you'll know really how much you guys have blessed me and helped me along this journey. And um, I'm just so thankful and grateful for each and every single one of you. And if we're with the Lord, we'll, by the time we assemble here next time, you know, we'll understand those things. And if not, we'll just continue to press on together until that faithful day when the Lord calls us all home. And I just love you guys. And I will see you next week. God bless you, brother. Amy, all the good night. We'll do Love you guys. Bye. All right. Bye-bye. Love you, brother. Take care, brother. God bless. Thanks for coming. God bless you. So uh, we got quite a few questions racked up here. Oh, yes, you if got. You want to uh, you you throw a few on here there. right now, Greg? Want me to take well, a look at some? Of you these? know, we we could. I think there was something we wanted to discuss a little bit about tonight. Yep. Regarding sure, a video, um, brother Bob, you had sent me a video in which it became private. I can't, can't share it, but we were going to discuss it about the fact of um, a believer being able to go to hell and back. Do you remember oh, discussing that? And yep. Sending that video. Okay. Yep. That is no longer active on YouTube, but I yeah. think it's important to discuss the premise, the understanding of this person's uh, thought process, especially in the fact of the once saved, always saved, um, going to hell. Uh, and this one Person, I don't have the name in front of me. I don't know if you have that, Bob, but apparently he had gone to hell. And these people who were believing in a certain doctrine were there. Okay. And it seemed very serious to me. I don't know if we wanted, how much we want to dig into this tonight. 
but I think it's important to at least address the understanding of how can we go in one location that the Lord specifically tells us in his word that we can't go to at this point. Mm -hmm. I do believe we can, we can dream. We can have dreams. The Lord can put certain dreams and uh, visions uh, in our thought, in our mind. But -hmm. in terms of actually physically being in hell itself, I know there are different authors, different people who have claimed to gone, who have gone to hell and back. I don't know what your thoughts are on this, but we can discuss that first. And perhaps the next up time we can get into it a little bit deeper, specifically in terms of salvation and the once saved, always saved, right. uh, because we do want to get to questions tonight. Bob, do you want to just address that real quick about what that? Yes. Um, um, well, basically the video, about? basically the video was, you know, I've seen these people and I see, I, it's, it's funny because I've seen these videos of people, oh, I've gone to hell. I saw hell and stuff like that. And I came back and then they come back. They teach a false gospel. Okay. I'm like, uh, you probably had a vision of hell. Okay. I've had visions before, very vivid Mm -hmm. visions where I could feel pain and stuff like that. The demons can give you visions. Okay. Mm -hmm. This man had his video in Houston, all proper. They they had a really nice camera on him, good lighting, so professionally done. I was just like, right away, I'm like, flags up. That's just too Mm -hmm. well done, you know? And this guy's like, I, uh, I, I was on drugs. I was high, piped up on drugs and all that stuff like that. And I died and went to hell. You know, I was like, first of all, you were like hyped up on drugs and overwhelmingly on drugs. Okay. Now I never did any stuff like that, but I do have friends that did. And you know what? They had crazy visions like this. Okay. Oh, yes. But be it as it may, demons will take advantage of your condition and be able to take you down that road and give you certain visions. Well, this guy claimed he went to hell and while he was in hell, he saw all these people that believed in the once saved, always saved doctor. They're all once saved, always saved people down there. They all believed him and they're all down there. Man, it doesn't work. And then he comes back up and then he goes, well, all you have to do to get saved is just ask Jesus into your heart. And that's it. I was like, whoa, 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 whoa. Hold right. on a second. He didn't mention nothing about the blood. Not first Corinthians 15, one through four. All right. He didn't say nothing. All you said was ask Jesus into your heart, and that's it. I was like, hold on. If it's just that's it, then that's one saved, always saved, in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. You didn't say walk a righteous life, minimize the sin, repent for all your current sins, say this prayer, say that prayer, fast here, keep the Sabbath, walk according to the law. He didn't say none of that. He just said, ask Jesus into your heart. It'll be okay. Then I see all these other videos of him, like, oh, I went to heaven. I went here, here, here. I'm like, Okay. <laughs> I was like, you know what? Don't listen to these people. And you know what? I've seen women, one woman went through the same vision in a in a church service, taking the hell and back. And then she's like, one saved, always saved, load of crap. I'm like, how can you believe that? So anytime you people see any videos of people who have these uh visions of you know of whatever, okay. And as there's some verses here, I'm trying to think about them right now. I can't think of them offhand, but I know this is, uh, our apostle Paul talked about in, uh, what was that? Uh, second Corinthians 12, four, I believe it was where okay. he says that 
how he was called up to heaven, to paradise, and heard unspeakable words, which is not lawful for a man to utter. Of such, of such, in one I will glory, yet of myself I will not glory, but in my infirmities. Okay, so here he is, caught up to heaven, and he saw unspeakable things, and he had to be caught up to heaven because we know that story. All right, he was caught up to heaven when he got stoned. Okay. Stone, not stone, but you know what I mean. No, no, stone yeah. with rock. <laughs> right, so he died, caught up to heaven. He was shown the he was shown the rapture, the revelation, all that stuff. Okay, mm. and when he came back, he said, "Well, I saw this angel, that angel, man, check. I will write twenty five books and have movies about me and all this stuff." He didn't do any of that. No. In fact, he struggled with it because you talked about where he had a thorn on his side for his pride for knowing all that stuff, and he didn't want to talk about it. You know, mm-hmm. so. Yeah, um, I think I pretty much made my point here. Um, I think there was um, I don't know if you had anything anything you want to say about that, there, John. Um, there's a, there's a couple of verses I'm thinking about right now. I might, might mention them, but I've well, I look here in a little bit. I do have I don't one know verse. What you, what's that? Yeah, I do. I do have one verse specifically addressing hell. Okay, when we go into Luke uh, chapter sixteen. Verse 25 through 26, 26, you have uh, the rich man and Lazarus. I don't believe this is a parable, okay? This actually happened because it's not a parable because uh, Lazarus is mentioned. There's a name mentioned, okay? Luke 16, 25, but Abraham said, son, remember that in your lifetime you received good things and likewise Lazarus evil things, but now he is comforted and thou art tormented. And beside all this, between us and you, there is a great gulf that's fixed, so that they which would pass from hence on to you cannot, neither can they pass to us that would come from thence. So there's a great gulf that's fixed. Now, that's specifically Abraham's bosom, but it's referring to that place of torment. So why would it change from there, uh, specifically in this uh, age of uh, the church age, specifically um, having other believers being able to go to hell and back. Now, this is different from heaven because Paul addresses heaven, going to the third heaven. This is specifically addressing, uh, this is specifically addressing Sheol yes. or hell, right? Mm-hmm. So there's totally different, uh, scenario here. Sheol, a little different from Hades. I think, you know, we're, we're talking about, technicalities here but the, you get the point okay and if there's a great gulf that's fixed how are these believers who are writing these books and making these dvds stating this now i, I will give them credit in terms of those people who are saying okay this is a great testimony uh to bring people to the lord but honestly i don't know how much credit i can give them because these people i can't really i don't really know what gospel was being preached? Was it just the prayer uh, of salvation? Like Bob was saying, this other person was addressing, and then that's it. Have Jesus come into your heart after saying this prayer? Or was it the true gospel of Jesus Christ of, and, of, you know, uh, Paul's gospel? So I can't, I can't vouch for these people, folks, but all I can say is I can go to scripture and see that a great gulf has been fixed. And this also shows me that these people who have gone on, passed on to be with the Lord, 
these people saying, oh, my mother touched me on the shoulder. I felt a little wisp of, of uh, wind or air and, you know, something happened in the bedroom thinking, oh, that's possibly my, my dead relative um, just contacting me. No, according to this, it's not. So who is it? Now, I know this sometimes, it sometimes brings people comfort knowing that. I certainly was under that impression before I came to the Lord. But now, after reading scripture, I said, well, wait a minute. This shows completely, uh, something completely different from what my beliefs before mm-hmm. that. So uh, does it give you comfort? I don't know, knowing that uh, a light bulb is flickering on and off. And uh, I don't know, <laughs> you hear a slam in the upstairs attic. I, that's creepy to me. <laughs> that doesn't give me comfort. Right. That's, that's bad spirit stuff. And just talking about drugs, as soon as you come to drugs thing, the topic there, there is some heavy drugs that can open portals with demonic demons, stuff like this. So right there, whatever you saw, you might have seen hell on a big video thing brought to you by the demon demons or something like this. But physically being in hell... Uh, no, I don't think if there is drug involved, I don't think so. Now, as for the other ones, um, uh, that says that they, they have seen this or that, um, uh, all these signs that like you brought up, uh, brother Bob, you brought that, that Paul brought this up and everything. Uh, that he was caught up and there were all this. These were all signs back then. We, I don't think we still have these signs physically done. Dreaming, yes, because that's, that's right now. That's happening. But those mm-hmm. physical signs like going and have a walk in hell and come back. Uh, listen, the only one I know that did that is Jesus. I'm yeah. sorry, but that's the only one. He went down, well, got the keys, amen. came back. He, he, he went there to preach. And that was the only time that gospel was preached into hell. Now, after that, that's it. Um, I don't think it's a good thing to think about that as a fact. But, uh, um, I mean... See, one of my pastors says that, uh, my pastor says, uh, uh, David Peacock, he says, besides the burning and everything in hell, the most damageable pain that you're going to have is knowing that God cannot hear you no more. So for those who, oh, I don't believe in God. and You say that because you know that if something goes wrong, you're going to go on your knees and you're going to pray. But in hell, this is, this is not, this is not going to happen. You're going to be there burning, falling. It's always, it's always going to be like very hot, sweaty, all these things, whatever you want to put it, but you will know that you cannot have contact with the Lord Jesus Christ anymore because he's not right. going to look at you anymore. And that's going to be the saddest thing, this, the, the worst pain that you cannot, you cannot imagine. 
right? You know, he he was um, I believe this man. He said, "When I doubted, you just you just know everything. You just knew everything." You know, and I heard people say that. I said, "Look, these demons are very they're very crafty. You didn't go to hell. What you saw was an interface, and they could design that interface any any way they want. They can make you think anything you want." That's why you got to be careful with dreams and visions. Even I know that I've been doing this stuff for over mm-hmm. a decade. Yes. And I've seen a lot of dreams and visions come my way. It's like, yeah, you had a demon divination. That was demon influenced. And they could put this whole interface in front of you. It's like, yeah, this interface says this, this, and that. And, and as I could read it, everybody here believes in once saved, always saved. Okay. That's why they're here. Okay. That's if they design the interface to look like that, that's what you're going to see. And that's what you're going to read. Okay. And, you know, I want to mention real quick, uh, first Timothy one four, apostle Paul, he said, neither give heed to fables, stories, this guy's video, his story. That's a fable, a story. Yes, it is. Okay? And endless genealogies, which minister questions. And I was creating this whole question because people are emailing me about this video. It was only, it was out, only out for about a few days before it's taken down. And then it says, rather, so, which minister questions rather than godly edifying, which is faith, so do. Okay. So, basically, it's a, it's a fable. It's an endless genealogies. And it, it takes away from the gospel. That's, uh, I think, um, Titus, uh, Titus, uh, 114. Uh, another one says, not giving heed to Jewish fables and commandments of men that turn from the truth. That's another mm-hmm. one. And also Timothy 13, uh, 1.3, it says, As I besought thee to abide still at Ephesus, when I went into Macedonia, that thou mightest charge some that they teach no other doctrine. Okay? So you listen to these stories, and these stories, guys, when you have a, an experience like that, people are like, whoa, okay, so what what'd you see? And they're like, oh, I saw this incredible this incredible thing. So what happened to this guy also happened to Muhammad in that cave. Okay. Mm-hmm. The angel showed up, created this interface. Hey, look at it. Oh yeah, okay. And and he accepted what was the information on the interface, which was all false. And then he created a whole religion from it called Islam. Okay. What's another one? You got like the Mormons, which, which one religion? A guy put a bag on his head and created religion from that. Another one was a talking goat. All these weird interfaces, but they create these false doctrines that Paul warned us about these fables that lead to false doctrines. And what did that guy do in that video? It looked really convincing. Okay. It looked so professionally done. You should have seen the video before they took it down. I wonder why they took it down, Greg. I mean, if it's such a solid story, why don't they leave it up? Right. Yeah, I don't know whose channel that was, but I remember watching it and hoping oh, man, to I that download it. Yeah, I know. I was hoping to go through it I, I, I was bit by bit. Commenting on there. I was putting all the Bible verses. You should have seen the Bible verses. I was putting on there that, dude, you need to take this video down. And I told other people about it, and I... I told Robert Breaker about it. I think Robert Breaker got on there, you know, so it's just, everybody just started going after it. I guess that's why they took it down. So all these people know the Bible. I can't do this. And he ended up taking it down. Yeah. That's probably what happened. Yes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. That's what we got to do, man. That's what we have to do. Now you put someone put something up there like that. Mm -hmm. All right. 
no. people in hell believing in being sealed, believing in the blood of Jesus Christ to pay for their salvation. Okay. Entirely start to finish. Please. And- People who believe it works, which work saves you, John? If you're going to believe it works, which work does it for you? And how much do you have to do it? And how much sin is allowed? The Bible doesn't talk about that. Actually, I take that back. The Bible does talk about how much sin is allowed. Okay? Jesus said, forgive him 70 times 70 in the day, which is basically eternity, 499 times in a day. He said, you just forgive them over and over and over. Absurd. Where Apostle Paul said, shall we continue and send that grace may abound? Yeah. Grace may it will abound if you want to send your butt off, John. Yeah. It will abound. But God forbid you don't want to do that. No. You know, just like getting called into work on your day off. God forbid. <laughs> you know, you don't want that to happen, but if I have to, I have to go in. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Yes, we do. Yes, I do. Yep. <laughs> Because the thing is, uh, I read sometime, I read Jude 22 and Jude 23, which is for some to have compassion when you bring the gospel. But uh, Jude 23, and others save with fear, pulling them out of the fire. So they probably would be able to use that verse. But I cannot say that I went to hell and I came back and this is what it is. And No, because... It doesn't make any sense. We have a a more true word of God through the Bible. We don't need no prophets anymore or nobody that's going to bring us signs or whatever from wherever. But this this is what is very important. So I have compassion with people that I care. I care for all people, but I, I start with compassion. And when it doesn't work, I got to ask them the question, don't you fear hell for life, for eternity? Eternity is for life plus 100 years. It's it's forever. It's it's nonstop. And you'll be disconnected completely from the gospel, from the Holy Ghost, from Jesus Christ, and from God the Father. Completely disconnected. <whistles> Pull the plug. And that's it. And you're stuck in there. In crucial pain, pain and not knowing that you cannot access Jesus Christ anymore. Man, that feeling must be crazy. I can't believe it. It must be such a... So that's why I, I don't believe that people goes to hell and come back to tell us about it. And the same thing, I don't, I don't think that people goes to heaven and come back to tell us about it. Same thing also. I think when it's appointed to us to die, boom, that's what it is. And mm-hmm. uh, unless you take drugs or, I mean, whatever you're smoking there, but uh, I don't think it's 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 not biblical. It's not in the Bible. It's, it's not even a sign that we can look at. Let's say that people believe in signs. They're Jews and they want to believe in signs. Signs, it's it's not even a sign for us anymore, right? Yes, and it's appointed to men once to die, but after is the judgment. So to go to hell, you would have to die. Mm-hmm. Same as if you go to heaven, you would have to die. Uh, you don't come back. It's appointed once. It's a privilege. You cannot die twice. 
Right. Those people who are brought back to life from the hospital, stuff like this, they might have dreams and visions and stuff while they were gone, but they were not dead. Physically, they were not dead. Dead is when that's it. There is no more electricity. In the 90s, we had the 45 grams, which was the weight of the soul. I don't know if you remember these things there. Uh, I don't know how much weight a soul But there was a difference when the people were alive and dead. There was a difference. Yeah. There is a connection with your body, with your vessel, that I don't understand. None of us understand. But there's there's this connection yes. that's there. And that when the connection is cut off and you are completely removed from your vessel, that is your point in time. Yes. So, like I said, I think there's this, uh, like I said, I don't understand. It's beyond our pay grade. But I believe that there is an interface that God will allow yes. for you to be able to interface with a spiritual interface. What what does that require you leaving your body sometimes? Yes. Not and but but it, you your your spirit can leave your body but can go right back in because the door wasn't shut. Yes. All right. So when we see that all throughout the Bible, the door is open, the door is open, when the door is shut, you can't get back in. So the door shuts on your body, your vessel, you can't get back in, however that works. Mm. You're dead. Yes. So evidently, I don't know how that works, but we do know it happens because Apostle Paul went through it. Uh, John the Beloved went through it. Yes. And he lived continuously to write. So there's an interface that takes place where you can go to heaven and you can see these things and do it where God allows it. And like I said, we don't know, don't understand it, but we know it's there. Okay. Right. Yeah. But, Robin uh, also, Masters brought me back to uh, it's the movie, The 21 Grams, not 45, 21. Okay. <laughs> he, fixed, he, fixed me, he fixed me. Thank you, uh, Robert. Well, mm -hmm. I hope we, we kind of distinguish the difference there between what Paul talks about in terms of the heavens and mm -hmm. uh, what is talking about, spoken of uh, when Jesus is talking about the rich man of Lazarus, and uh, that it's not a parable because of name is mentioned, But they're two separate things. And the one thing, definitive thing we know based on what we see and read in the book of Luke is that a great gulf has been fixed between that, uh, between hell, heaven, uh, excuse me, between hell and where we are on earth. So, yeah, well, there you have it, folks. It's in scripture. I mean, we're, we're reading mm -hmm. scripture. It's scriptural, right? So Amen. you want to argue that? You're arguing, arguing against God's word. You have any comments Amen. on this? Put them in the comments. But uh, let's. Get I have to a questions. question here. Mm -hmm. I have a question that kind of goes along with this here. I figure okay. I can open up with it. It's from Mary. Mary says, "Do you think we'll see the dead before we go?" And I always go back to Matthew chapter 12, mm -hmm. where and the Lord just showed me this when I was looking this up. This you're going to find this very interesting. Okay, I never seen this before, but I just saw this just now, so I'm going to I'm going to prevail it, pre show it to you guys right now. Matthew chapter 12, starting in verse 39, uh, he said, "But he answered and said unto them, An evil and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign, speaking to the Jews, mm -hmm. and there shall be no sign given to it but the sign of Jonah, but the prophet Jonas." Okay, mm -hmm. or as Jonas was three days and three nights. In the whale's belly, so shall the Son of Man be three days and three nights in the heart of the earth. And it says right here, now we know that the rapture, we know that the resurrection took place where the people came out of the grave, showed themselves many. 
Okay. What was going on there? Well, I think, I think the answer is right here. It says, for as it says right here, the, the men of Nineveh shall rise in judgment with this generation, with the people he was talking to. They will rise in this generation. And I lost my place right here. You got that up there, Greg. Here it is. The men of Nineveh will rise, shall rise in this generation and shall condemn it. So they're going to rise and walk into the city, condemn everybody for not believing who Jesus was. Mm. Okay. So you have that. And it says, because they repented at the preaching of Jonah and behold, a greater than Jonah is here. And then it says the queen of the South shall rise up in the judgment with this generation and shall condemn it. For she came from the uttermost parts of the earth to hear the wisdom of Solomon and behold, a greater than Solomon is here. So I believe the men of Nineveh and the queen of the South were the people that rose from the dead and went into that city, showed themselves and, and rose up against them and told them off for not believing because they believed. And here you people in Jerusalem didn't believe. Now that happened. I, but that's what, that's what, that's why the, all those spirits went, all those people who rose from the dead went into the cities. Now here's my thing. Since the timeline froze, 69 back in 69th week john so jesus was referring to that generation all right you will see the sign which means there will be those who will rise and condemn you yes okay and that generation got cut off right there the messiah Mm -hmm. was cut off at that generation so when does that generation get reconnected now so the 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 jews living in in jerusalem now they are the unpaused people, the connection from back then. So yes. basically Jesus said, look, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing it here, put my own words, the generation, this generation and the generation that will be representing you guys 2000 years from now, yep. when this thing gets unpaused, you and them are going to be condemned when these people rise. So for you, it's going to be the men of Nineveh, the queen of the South. But for them, it's going to be the body of Christ that rises Amen. and condemns them. Okay, so here you got the men of Nineveh, the Queen of the South, rising at his death, burial, resurrection, and then two thousand years from now, I'm going to do the same thing to those Jews over there when this whole thing comes to an end, the Age of Grace, and it's going to be the body of Christ that rises up and condemns and walks into that city. And I don't think it's going to be me or you. I think it's going to be resurrected Messianic Jews. Yes. Resurrecting the dead. He said, You guys should believe. It's right in your face. What's wrong with you? (laughs) You know, it's going to be relatives of theirs, our dead relatives, you know, that died, that be resurrected. When they resurrect, then they go up in the sky. Yes. And then when Jesus died, also, there were some dead people, some uh, coffins, some places open, and there was dead people in the city walking. People Mm -hmm. have seen them. So, yes, I'm assuming, uh, according to this question, do you think? Um, I think, yeah, we might see them. How long it's going to last, I don't know. But, uh, yeah, I, like you, Bob, I think that we're going to see something going on there. And uh, that's going to be... Uh, that's going to be interesting to look at it. Let's right. put it this way. Caesar says, will the rapture take place 
Will it take people by surprise? Yes. Yes. I don't care how much you're watching, Greg. You're going to be caught by surprise. Okay, we're all not going to be just focused on what's going on in the sky and watching the toilet overflow. Okay, but we're we're going to be doing our work, and occasionally we look up as we're working. You know, we're mm-hmm. focusing, but we're all going to be taken by surprise. Okay, I don't care how much how hard you try to watch, but she says he says here, will the rapture take everybody by surprise like a strike? And then the governments will announce a peace treaty. The governments are not going to announce a peace treaty. They're going to let everything blow up. In fact, they're going to pile on a lot of other bad stuff when this takes place. John, we talked about last week. Yes. They're going to drop dirty nukes. They're going to do a lot of bad stuff because this day is the day of shock. And it might, Mm -hmm. people disappearing may not be enough to shock the world. So they need to add some hot sauce on it. Yeah, with some dirty nukes and some other stuff. World oh, War Three yeah. crashed the economy, mm-hmm. wipe out all the uh, currency. I don't know what they're going to do. They're they're all, they're all, we already talked about how they're they're ready for it. They're just waiting for that cue, right? Mm-hmm. That right? cue is yes. That cue is of course the rapture, and like I say. I, I mentioned it to you, but it's going to be like a domino effect when this happened. It's like everything right now is restraining, right? It's it's going, but not not as fast as we would like, because I'd like to, to get it faster, the rapture. But it's like something is straining right now. Once this is gone, once, this, once we're gone, history will be... Totally different from, uh, and the Bible tells us that too. It's going to be a domino effect. I'm not sure about the time, but maybe the time will be different after the rapture. I don't have a verse for that. Don't quote me on that. But how fast it's going to proceed and everything, that seven years is going to go just like uh, just like this. It's going to go so fast that people will be caught up into all kinds of stuff and uh, and uh, the beast will be there the mark and everything and it's going to be so fast paced uh pace um, i mean it's uh, it's going to be so different than what we're living right now now people think this is bad right now nah that's only uh, it's only a tailgate party that's all i can say <laughs> Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah, tell me a so, party. The real show is coming. The real, the real deal. <laughs> yes, yeah. Sir. So I put up this one question. Uh, mm-hmm. um, I knew that this would be controversial, of course, to those who have experienced these these sort of things. Now, this one individual, Jesus King, is saying, "You're trying to say all those near death experiences, including mine, are a figment of our imagination." No, that's not what we're saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, this could be uh, certainly led by the Lord um, to help bring people to understanding his glory and uh, to bring people to the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's not what we're saying at all. What we're saying is the physical, the actual location itself is not what you experienced. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, it is either a dream, a vision, something that was given by the Lord Mm-hmm. to help act as a tool to yes. work in favor of his glory, of his kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it doesn't mean that you were actually in the physical uh, or dimension itself. We'll put it that way. Yeah, because... basically, 
Yeah. I've seen people. Going, oh, go, go ahead, ahead, Brother John. Well, I was just going to say a lot of those people who talk about this, they never come back with the smell. They never told us the smell of it. I never heard anybody talking about the smell. And I'm sure that hell doesn't smell good. Mm-hmm. Right. And nobody ever told us about that. Ever. I, or, or if they did, I, I didn't encounter a text, a story that speaks about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like, it's like the pastor, the pastor of our church I was attending when he passed away. Uh, before he passed away, he died like three different times. And he, every time he came back, he gave his, uh, he gave a testimony of heaven. And that's where he talked. One of the talks about the crowns that people wear are like these big story things you see on their heads, weird stuff. And I'm like, hmm, I don't know, because Apostle Paul said unspeakable things. So, you know, I don't know for sure, but I think what happens is your experience was a genuine experience of heaven. Now, I believe heaven itself, the location is reserved for those who permanently leave their vessel and it's done. Mm-hmm. But for those who have not died, who are still connected to the vessel, you, you know, the whole thing, you're, you're still connected to your homeland. You really can't really enter the, the new land to you disconnect. So you're not really fully there. Meaning it's more like a, a virtual reality thing. No, I guess that's not even a good word. Basically, you 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 are experiencing an interface of it where you couldn't quite see clearly what it was, but for what you're able to see, it was incredible, <laughs> much better than what it is here. But I think for those who, I think it should be reserved for those who truly die and leave their body permanently, as uh, those are the ones that actually go there. Okay, but for those who are, you know, they kind of like come up to like a an interface and be able to see a lot of different things, you know, but, but like I said, even the interface is beautiful. It's a so we're not, we're not discounting anybody's experience here, but we do yeah. know that some people get demonic stuff, just like you get dreams that are good and dreams that are not good. Yeah. Dreams that don't, that are not biblical, you know? Yes. Mary says here, I've heard testimonies where they could smell. Okay. I never did. So I never did, but it, it's po- very possible that the, they smell that and they, they say it, yeah. Because well, sure. when, and, and, when you just have a regular dream, let's say I have a regular dream and I'm crying in my dream, I might wake up with tears in my eyes or on my cheeks, they're dried out or anything. But when I dream about something that you eat or anything like this, the dream seems to be so real, but you don't wake up with the, the taste of the food in your mouth. So that's why the smell and everything. For me, I never encounter a story or testimony. That's uh, but if you did, great. I mean, it, it could it could tell something about it. But uh, rotten rotten eggs and sulfur. Um, yeah, that that could be that could be that. But it's gonna be so disgusting to be there. I think it's way past the sulfur and the rotten eggs. I think it's going to be way past that, like like dead body putrefaction, putrefaction, (laughs) help me here, the guys. Yeah, putrid smells and stuff like that, yeah. Yes, yes, that's what I I think. think There are genuine, I've seen, I read the book 23 Minutes in Hell by Bill Weiss, 
Okay. Mm-hmm. And he speaks and he preached the gospel like yes, it's supposed to be. So I think there are genuine experiences that happen. But like mm-hmm. I said, the, the demons like to get in there and create these false create these false visions or these false experiences and and what happened these people are so convinced i mean why would you not believe somebody that came back from the dead okay why would you not believe them you know if you didn't know the word when you saw that guy's video i saw the videos i'm sure glad i knew the word greg because Mm -hmm. that video will scare the crap out of me yeah i'm glad i knew the word i mean i felt like i was being taken up in the rapture too and yeah. you know, I really literally felt as though that was it. And mm-hmm. I was in the rapture. I yeah. can say I could feel what the rapture is like. It was a representation. So yeah. we can understand, we can understand what it is. If that person was smelling sulfur, rotten eggs smell, it was so they can identify where they're, they are at. So they can actually say, oh, this is hell. Right. Representation. Which none of us are going there because the blood of Jesus yeah. Saved us from that wrath. Amen. That's eternity in hell. That's God's wrath, man. He paid the price. Okay. He paid the debt that could never be paid. All right. And mm-hmm. I'm thankful for it. You know, we're mm-hmm. all thankful for it. I mean, yes. I tell you what, when we get up there, when the rapture resurrection takes place, you know, the, the amount of things that I'll be thinking about is going to be absolutely mind blowing because I'm like, okay, so I'm not going to face death. That's that. That's great. Don't have to worry about getting sick and going through all that. And I'm away from this hellhole of a world, and I don't have to worry about what our government's doing to, you know, bring the weight down on us. Don't have to worry about all the stuff going on out there. Wait for them to come to my front door, kick it down, and try to take over my house. I don't have to worry about any of that stuff no more. And above, on top of all that, don't have to worry about the sin. Somebody made a mention in here, the comment section about that. That when we get up there, there won't not be, uh, God is, I'll post it here in a little bit. Mm-hmm. But basically, I was talking about is like no more sin, that, 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 that disconnect from sin. We, we never knew, none of us know what it feels like. No. To be disconnected. It's a weight. It's a huge weight that comes off you. You know? Because we come in this world with sin. So mm-hmm. we're sinful as, as, as soon as we take the first breath, right? When we cry, and that's it. We we already sinners, and right. nothing changed until we pass. Until we're saved by the blood of Christ. Now, if we're not saved by the blood of Christ, that's a different story, which is not the right one, the good one. This question here is from uh, Joe. Says, "What what verse mentions an earthquake at the rapture? There is no verse. No. It's implied." Okay, this is where you, this is where you study the Bible, you see the typologies. Okay, uh, the typologies where we believe there's an earthquake is if you, if you study what happens at a mortal to immortality change, like what happened to Jesus, what happened, a great earthquake rolled away that stone. Okay, mm. the, the, what happened to him, the, it was, it was a contained explosion inside that place that shook, shook all Jerusalem. Okay, and it moved away the stone. All right. So that was just one change, one person going from mortal immortality. And of course, all the, all the, uh, the earthquake that took place also to open up all the graves as well. Okay. Now we don't yeah. know if those people rose from the dead 
and they were in a glorified state. I don't know about that. That's mm-hmm. it, Bible doesn't specify that they could have came out and then went back into the graves. Okay. Because possible, uh, apostle Peter said that nobody has ascended to heaven except for Jesus. Nobody's gone to heaven. Okay. Go look at King David's grave. That grave wasn't else completely un- undisturbed. All the, all the one piece. He didn't rise from the dead. That's King David. Okay. So. You know, I know people say all all the saints rose from the dead. They all went up to heaven. You know, that could be the case. I don't know for sure, but the Bible doesn't specify that they all came out of the graves and all the Old Testament saints went up to heaven. I don't mm-hmm. know. I still think they're in the center of the earth still, you know. Could that be mistakenly uh, said by instead of the rapture when Jesus come back, this, the second advent? When he's going to touch the ground, there'll be an earthquake. I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe it's... Uh, but for the rapture, uh, if the, the dead raise first, it might might have a little shaking there, but the, yep. there is no verses for that. So No, it's implied. Because if it happened to Jesus, more than likely it'll happen for the other billions that will raise. Amen. The Bible says when we see him, we shall be like him. Yes. So I think that the resurrection will cause the earthquake. I and we're so. just going to be changed. I don't think <laughs> our change will cause an earthquake. I think the resurrection will. And physically, all the weight yeah. of all these babies, the children, and the mm-hmm. adults who are left off from from the earth, uh, that's going to be a lot less weight physically talking. It might have an, a second effect on that, too. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But... Uh, an average of a hundred pounds per person per baby per children just put a hundred pound multiply by how many people there you mm-hmm. go here's where we're talking about the ufos do you think that they will try to show a false rapture before the rapture you know i don't know what would be the end game of that i always thought that but if they do the false rapture and we're all here we're going to be like that's just Project Blue being that wasn't the real rapture. We'll all speak out real fast. Unless they shut down all the media where none of us could tell anybody anything. But what would be the end game of doing that? Mm-hmm. What would that do? It doesn't make any sense. Doesn't mean they won't do it. But what are they going to try to try to discourage us? All the rapture happens. So we're all left behind. Maybe you can make a few people. Aliens might take away some kids. I don't know. And try to fool us. I wouldn't be fooled by that, guys. What about you? Well, Jesus did did warn us. Uh, don't go anywhere where they say Jesus is, or if he's in yeah. the if he's in the desert, or if he's in the whatever. Do not do not believe that. So I'm not going mm-hmm. to believe it. That's it. Right. I I think what they're getting ready to do is their light show after the rapture, yeah. because. After the rapture goes, because they can't do the rapture. Only Jesus can do that. Only Jesus can resurrect the dead, and only Jesus can catch us up. So he's going to let Jesus do his thing, and then they're going to do their thing. And since everybody that's going to be left behind are going to be a bunch of morons, they're just going to believe that they did it all, and Jesus had nothing to do with it. That makes sense to me. Mm -hmm. I think that's what they're getting ready to do. Yeah, I think so, too. I think that's a great way of looking at it. I know you guys went right past that last question. I was looking for that verse that we were referring to, and it is in Matthew 27 through 
52 through 53. Um, and let me just bring it up here. The graves mm-hmm. were opened and many bodies of the saints uh, that was, uh, which slept arose. Arose and they were seen. Yes. Yes, they were seen. So these were, these were bodies that had risen from the graves at the time of Jesus. Um, and he definitely is showing us some kind of typology there. Uh, so mm-hmm. that was probably what we're referring to when we refer to something because there was an earthquake that happened at that time. That's possible. That's a lot of graves that will open at the same time. That can that could make some noise. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So if you look in Matthew 27, that's where you'll find the typology that uh, Bob yes. is referring to. Yes. Just wanted to point that out. Amen. Thank you, sir. You're welcome. I figure I'd say this once we're talking about the raptures. Will the children under the age of accountability get new bodies? Yes. Of course. <laughs> they will be glorified 10-year-olds, glorified yes. 5-year-olds, glorified infants. Yes. And why that? Why is that? Because, you know, people, I could be wrong once again, but what it looks like to me, when Jesus was born, Bible says he grew in stature, grew in wisdom spiritually. Okay. So when a, when a spirit baby, when a baby is conceived, it's, you remember the light? festival of lights we were talking oh, about yes. that jesus was jesus was conceived at this time the light came into the world mm-hmm. the light all right is here and now the light is growing okay so that light when the, the children when they're born the spirit even though it's a small fetus it's a spirit in there that's growing that's pushing the limits of that vessel causing it to grow you remove that spirit that vessel stops growing and it just dies and it passes through the mother as a miscarriage. You remove the spirit, the power that grows that vessel, mm. the vessel dies. Okay. So when that child, if, when the children is taken out of here, if it's only a five year old spirit, it's going to, re- it's, I don't think Jesus is going to take it to a 33 year old and just give you that wisdom all the way up to 33. I don't, I don't think it's going to work that way. I think the children, will grow spiritually as they would normally do on the earth within the vessels here. They'll grow in the same way in their new glorified vessel mm-hmm. after the rapture as well. I think that's what's going to happen. I don't think any kids go, you know, I've heard these kids. I, I seen these kids comment on here. You get some teenagers. I don't want to shoot up to 33 years old. I like being 18. I don't want to be <laughs> old. And I'm like, Oh, that's young to me. <laughs> you know? So I think, uh, yeah, I think they're glorified babies, glorified infants, you know? I don't know. Paul says the mystery. What do you guys think? It, it is. A mystery. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the being under the age of accountability, uh, I, you know, honestly, I think they will. Uh, and I think what it comes down to is the age of 30, right? 33 as when Jesus died on the cross. Mm. And I think that is symbolic because everything that he went through is symbolic of what we're going to go through at some point. When he appeared to the disciples, I'm pretty sure he was at that age. Yeah. Right. He set the bar, right? He set the bar. And okay? three, three, three is the number of finish. Three and three. Finish, finish, perfection, perfection. Lesser to seven, of course, three. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So I, I think, think yeah, like, I think we're all going to be at that age. Um, absolutely. I think we're all going to have, we're not going to have to worry about, uh, anything else about our bodies anymore. <laughs> we don't have to worry <laughs> about a thing. <laughs> exactly. They're going to be perfect bodies. Let's Amen. just put it that way. Praise God. And there is no, uh, unless you, you, you disagree, but, uh, I don't think there will be sex either. There will be no female or male. So no. Yeah, there will be, and if there is, okay, the the element that makes us attracted to each other will be removed. Yeah. Yes. So even I, I think there are males, and I think will be. There will I, be. You know, I don't know. It seems seem kind of weird if a, if we're like we're all androgynous beings. I don't know. I don't know. John, I hope you know. You know, John, you're you're probably right, John. Yeah. Well, I hope you're not right because I like the difference between males and females. You know, I'm used yeah. to it. You know. So I don't know. Maybe you're right. I hope you're not right, but you're probably right. <laughs> you know, I don't know, but I'm just saying, but your pet animals will be there too. That's another topic, <laughs> but I believe your pets will be, will be there with you because that's the creation. Why, why we wouldn't have animals and stuff like this. It's going to be so beautiful. And where we're going to be, we're going to be in heaven. So amen. Amen. Oh, from Wild West. I think it's a great question to close with. Do yes. you think the rapture will happen in 2024? What do you think? I say yes. yes. I say yes too. <laughs> we have uh we we yes. talked about the entire entire broadcast. How <laughs> our enemies have their projections that all line up with the activities of the four horsemen lined up for next year. And when those horsemen ride. It, it matches up with their numbers that they have projected for the end of 2025. And they're not going to be able to achieve those numbers, guys, unless, unless those horsemen are riding. Okay, you talk about 90% of the world gone. Yes. All right. You're not going to look, you're not going to have, you're not going to have that much success. Satan and his buddies will not have that much success decimating God's creation here on this earth during the age of grace. Okay, you kill off that many people, Greg, and that's not even the tribulation yet. Yes. Then all of a sudden, there's only like nine, it's only ten, yeah. it's only ten percent of the world's population left after before the tribulation begins. The Jesus all oh, be time like never before, never again. I'm like, I don't know about what you're talking about, Jesus, that's because what just happened here in the age of grace is far worse than what the tribulation is. If this happens before the tribulation starts, so what I'm saying is, 2024. I think the tribulation is going to start in there somewhere that lines up with these guys and their projections, you know, because that'd be like saying at the end of the age of grace, John, wow, that was horrible. 90% of the world died, but now yeah. it got a really bad time for the 10% yes. that are left. I'm like, I'm like, I gotta come so back. the people are dying. Yeah. I got to come back with my statement, which was a question to you, uh, brother Bob, but uh, it's a leap year. Yeah. It's a leap mm -hmm. year. And that means a lot. Uh, to me, it does. If we find anything else. Not a date, but. Yeah. If we find anything else. There's no think otherwise, We'll let you know. <laughs> we'll let you know. <laughs> Do we know when the day will be? Do we know the day and hour? No. Okay. I think we've seen enough people try to, you know, make runs at that that ruined their channels. So. <laughs> Yeah, we yeah. we're not gonna so. be no. silly and try to make those dates. You know, you know, that's just 
We know the season. That the Bible says we will know That's the season. That's the season, yes. You won't know the day and hour. Even Jesus said the dates and days and hours and you know he what do you say that the the dates the dates and the hours are not of you of your concern. I can't think of the verse right now, but he said it right before he ascended into heaven. Okay. You know the season. Okay. And this earth is in a really, really, really um Really bad, really, I try to think of a good word here, but just a really bad, really bad season. <laughs> I'm trying to think of a good word here. I'm, I'm trying to tip my tongue, but it's, we are in a very, very, I can't say the word, tumultuous. What's, what's the word I'm trying to say here? Uh, the, don't ask the Frenchman. Yeah. <laughs> this season so we're in. Very, give me, a, give me some yeah. help. Um, just for you guys know what I'm people, saying. Yes. Just for the people, I'm not putting a date, but if you want to look at, uh, or if you want to put it on the screen, but Songs of Solomon, Solomon, 2.8 to 2.13. It's very specific to the spring. It's very, and the way it talks there, I mean, it's, it's very nice to, to read, if I may say. Song of Solomon, 2.8. To 213. So go to your Bibles, read that, and you can leave in the comments what you think about that. But it's yep. not a date. It's not a date. But like br Brother Bob says, it's a season. Yep. What and is that's a spring season? season? Spring season all, mm -hmm. of, all over those verses. And you know what? Sorry, but we're in the winter. Nothing yep. happened for Hanukkah. And nope. right towards the beginning of the new year, we're on a high watch. We know that that's January 1st starts that new, uh, I don't know if that's a covenant with many that starts with a COP28. I don't know if that's it or not. Mm. Okay, it could be. I hope it is. We'll go home here shortly. I hope I hope that's what it is. But none of us know for sure. Okay, I'll admit that. I'm a, I'm a mature enough a Christian to admit that. I don't know if that's going to be it for sure. I hope it is. If not, then we'll be looking for the next. There's a lot of good dates. To look for in February. Oh, uh, yes. John Boucher at Watchmen for that great day talks about some stuff there. Go check it out. If not, we're looking at Passover, guys. I don't know. Stay ready. <laughs> When is the springtime in uh, Israel? Spring. They don't have spring. They just got summer and winter. But they, yeah. uh, the winter, the winter actually starts for them in uh, February. I mean, the winter. I mean, the, the summer starts for them, like spring, oh. summer, like in February. It starts Aww. over there. Yeah. Look, look at that season. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm so happy tonight. I really enjoyed this show tonight. Yep. <laughs> yes. And no, it's not the so. coffee. So you're looking at a summer season. <laughs> good. Very good. You know. So, yeah, that's mm. right around the corner, guys. Yes. It's going to fly right by. Just like a show right did tonight. Right around the corner. <laughs> Before we One close, sure I just is, want to make uh, mention of this. Go yes. ahead. No, go ahead, sir. No, go ahead. So I want to make mention of this fundraiser for our uh, brother in Christ. Uh, this is a GoFundMe page for uh, his father has passed away, and they do not have the funds to pay for a proper funeral. So if you are uh, able to, please donate to this. Uh, cause and we really appreciate if you do there is at the bottom of the screen where you can go directly to the link 
to get there. We can even put a link uh, directly in the chat. I will do that now. But it's for those on the audio file, it's gofundme.com forward slash F as in Frank forward slash Michael Pels. His last name is Pels is spelled P as in Paul O-E-H-L-S funeral costs. That's Michael. That's Michael Pels funeral costs. And we appreciate your donations for him. Uh, He is trying to raise, uh, I believe, let me see whether the $13,000 goal. So if you feel led to help our brother, Michael Pels have a proper uh, funeral for his father, um, please go ahead and donate. We really appreciate that. If you do, um, please, once, once again, I am, I did tell you I was going to put that in the chat and I'm going to do that now. So all right. Uh, once again, if you guys could read that off, I appreciate it. While I do that, GoFundMe.com. I see it here. So I'm putting it in the chat for everyone. GoFundMe.com forward slash F forward slash Michael Pell's funeral costs. Anything you can give would be great. Would be greatly yeah. appreciated. All right. Amen. All right. Thank you for, With that, thank you for your support. Thank you for, yep. Thank you for your support. We thank you for coming on. Uh, with us and Lord willing, we'll be back back again next year, uh, <laughs> next week. And, in God's uh, will, in God's will, in God's will, next week. And we appreciate all of you. God bless you all, and have a have a great night. God bless everybody. God bless. Bye bye.